The voice of the Blue Bombers one-on-one with Mike O'Shea. The Pro-Line Gold Bomber Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. The Coaches Show is brought to you by DeKalb. They're ready to be your number one canola seed. It's a... I don't know, a bi-coastal edition of the Coaches Show, except I'm in the middle of the country and Mike O'Shea is like on a lake front somewhere. I don't know what to call it, but I'm here in Winnipeg. Mike O'Shea just landed in Hamilton and is jumping on with us. Uh, Coach, how was the trip to Hamilton for a great cup 110? Easy peasy. Tailwind, clear skies, all good. Beautiful. That's what we like to hear. There are a million things to talk about with the Grey Cup coming up. The Bombers' first Grey Cup in 2023, fourth if you're counting consecutive Grey Cups. Uh, gosh, the uh, the trip, the game against BC, the Bombers winning the Western Final on Saturday, 24-13. to 13. Whatever you would want to ask the head coach, Mike O'Shea, this is your chance at 204-780-6868. Your calls and your texts. Uh, coach, uh, as I understand it, you touched down at the Canadian Heritage Warplane museum uh did you get a chance to take a look around can you tell us much about it it sounds very cool yeah i've been there a few times so um yeah it's a it's a very neat environment um there's a you know you walk right in and there's a big lancaster sitting right there it still flies they flew it yesterday uh not so long ago whenever it was a year ago or something like that they flew it across the atlantic and did you know 65 shows in seven weeks it's awe-inspiring. It's uh, it's what a, what a wonderful piece of machinery. Very cool. Uh, very cool. Hamilton gets a chance to really do it up for a great cup. After 21, it was the tail end of COVID. They had to suppress some of their things. They get to show off everything in this one. And I cannot wait to join you there on Wednesday. Bombers in the great cup with a 24-13 win. We have a ton of callers lining up again. 204-780-6868. Shoot me a text as well. Or you can reach out on Twitter at DT on OB. Vanya is on line number one, back with us again. Uh, thank you for your call. You're on with the head coach, live from Hamilton. Awesome, and great job last uh, last game. I have five questions, so I'm going to be quick about them. Oh, gosh, okay. The coin, toss. the coin toss. Can you explain how that works, especially going into the second half of who gets to decide field and all of that? The refs, DT, this is for you, because I know O'Shea on it. Do you feel like they've missed a lot of the holding when it comes to trying to get to the QB? The blocked punt, why there was no penalty this time compared to last West Final, I believe it was. Um, and then two lighter ones, the 55 on the midfield, why is that different, the two fives? And uh, the CFL podcast, no shade to Enoch Mwamba, but why is it basically just the Toronto Argonaut podcast? <laughs> all right. Hitting them, hitting them all first up. Uh, Coach O'Shea. I'll go, I'll go, yeah, you can just kind of remind me as I go. The, the podcast, who cares? Ah, oh, that's that's where the good stuff is. The the coin toss. You ended up kicking off in both halves of the of that game. Yeah, BC so won they, it and chose for chose to receive. Yeah, BC won it, chose to receive. We kicked into the wind, so we had the wind in the second. We got a lead uh, at halftime. The wind in the fourth. There was a twenty click wind. Uh, made a difference for the kickers. So you know to have a wind in the fourth, possibly kick a game winner. It's a longer quarter anyway. Uh, to me, it's the way to go. Uh, you guys decided there, sir. You guys decided to let yeah. them have it again. Yeah. To get the fourth. We didn't qu- decide to let them have the ball again. We decided to have the wind in the fourth. Right. Okay. So by doing that, by choosing an end, they get the next choice, whether to receive or to kick. We chose an end. We chose an end that was 
um, going into the wind in the third so that we would have, we'd be kicking with the wind in the fourth because it was probably a 10 yard wind. Oh, which is, can be significant for kickers. Um, you know, tougher that I imagine that choice for fans was made tougher by the fact that they scored at the end of the half. So you're giving them, they get a touchdown at the end of the half, they come out, they get the ball again. But what we need to do in that case is we need to shut them down on the ensuing kickoff and defense needs to get them off the field, which they did. The kickoff wasn't great, but the defense held them and and made them punt. Um, So I've done it a bunch of different ways. I was shocked, honestly, that they won the coin toss and took the ball. Oh, really? The win was that significant? Huh? Yeah. Because it just from from we never get a sense of it up up top. the The flags weren't moving too much, so I always coach end up having to ask you how bad it really is because we can't really see how it feels down there. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, there was. Uh, I think we were at least seven yards difference in the position we would have kicked uh, a field goal from, and a game winner with the wind, we would have trotted surge out from sixty. Oh. Wow. Okay. And and you mentioned you want to shut them down to begin the third quarter. Uh, two sacks on two dropbacks is a pretty good way for the, the defense to start that third quarter. Yeah, that's all explained to them. Like they know that this is this is how it's gonna play out. They don't they don't run out of the tunnel and go, Oh my gosh, which what are we doing? We talk about it at halftime, so they're prepared because there would be some people that would assume we'd get the ball, but they the, the vets have been around long enough to understand that we you know, I don't think we do things differently. I think we do it the way we do it. And uh, a question about Nick Hallett's blocked punt. He gets a piece of the punter yeah. at some point yeah. in there. Yeah, but he doesn't come through. You can block a punt, and they added this a couple of years ago, roughing the punter even on a blocked punt. It used to be that as long as you've got your hand, even a tipped a ball, you could blast the punter, right? So right. they changed it a couple of years ago to protect. And what they're really doing on a blocked punt is protecting the plant leg. So if you block a punt and go through the kicking leg, their data would show that's not as egregious as blocking a punt and going through uh, the plant leg. If you talk to punters, they would say the same thing. So Nick Hallett blocks the ball, and I, you know, basically, I think he could have tackled the player with the ball. <laughs> you yeah. know, like that's how that's how close he was to it. Um, so. They didn't feel it was roughing, and I agree with them on that one. Yeah, it was a heck of a play, and he got a ton of praise from his teammates in the postgame show, deservedly so for his hard work uh, throughout the year. Vanya, thank you so much for your call. we got to skip along to Harry, who's with us on line number two. Harry, thank you for your call. You're on with the head coach, Mike O'Shea. Yeah, good evening, uh, Mike, and congratulations on a fourth Grey Cup visit. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. Visit. Yeah, visit. Thanks, Harry. You know, watching the uh, team on on Saturday there, and watching the defense in particular, they guys never took their foot off the gas. It was like watching the the Grey Cup victory against Hamilton. They just were were relentless, and they were just awesome. And our yeah. O line was uh, and our O line the first uh, push. They just bullied their way into the end zone. So I think for this team, <clears throat> I, I think you're peaking at the at the perfect time, both O-line and defense. And I just have one question for you, and this is from my buddy Mike, who's probably listening to you, is what uniform 
are you guys choosing for the Grey Cup? Or is it too early yet? Uh, I think it's too early. Uh, we've, we've probably picked it. Um, but, I, you know, honestly, I really, I tend not to pay much attention to that one. Um, so I don't even know if, 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 even if they picked it, is it a secret or not? I don't even know how that really works, but I'm sure, well, I'm sure Brad Foddy has picked the uniform already with, with, you know, some discussion with the players and what we, I'll say this, we will actually be wearing a uniform. So <laughs> Ooh. well, I hope, All right. it's blue. I hope it's blue this time coach. Cause I know you guys have been picking white and I know because you, you did win a couple of great cups with the white, but I love well, it when you're in blue because to me, you're, you're, uh, it's just a great color, and, I, and it makes you guys play even more awesome than you are. And congratulations wow. on uh, and congratulations on getting us to four great cups, Coach. What you've yeah. done and your staff has been just phenomenal. Thank you. I'll just go back to this uniform choice. We're not the home team, so we would not have first choice. Yeah, what's... that's that's the bottom line. Is we we would get whatever opposite of what the other what the home team picks i imagine yeah harry what i saw today published online I, I didn't see it officially from the cfl but people were saying montreal chose their blues so the bombers will go in their whites for this one. Oh, there you go congratulations coach on the year and uh, let's finish it off in style let's do it harry thank you so much for your call at 204-780-6868 it is 714 we'll break plenty more with the head coach mike o'shea joining us live from the gray cup in hamilton it's a coach's show on 680 cjob the pro-line gold bomber coaches show on 680 cjob Coach's show is brought to you by DeKalb. Book by December 15th and save with the DeKalb Instant Discount. 204-780-6868 is your direct line to the head coach, Mike O'Shea, who joins us from Hamilton. Uh, coach O'Shea and Coach Jason Moss of the Montreal Alouettes will do their annual uh, head coach uh, media meeting tomorrow. And uh, Coach, the question on everybody's mind, it's always the traditional question for coaches uh, at the Grey Cup is... Is a hot dog a sandwich? What's your take on that? No. Oh, okay. All right. Any? Why? Why not? I don't it, think you can call. I, I don't. I'm not sure. Can you name me another sandwich made with shaped meat? Um, if you slice shaved, shaped meat, like meat that's been pressed and shaved. If I took shaped. if I took some sort of bratwurst and laid it over a, an no. egg with some cheese no. in the morning between two slices no. of white bread, no. Mm. Uh, yeah, I guess maybe. Yep. Hot dogs are amazing, though. So I, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of indifferent to the answer to that question. But uh, I, I think that should be the new question for the head coach to kick off any, uh, anything. Let's let's get down to the real matters. Let's let's really get down to it. Gail is with us on line number three. Gail, thank you so much for your call. You're on with the head coach live from Hamilton. Good evening, gentlemen. Uh, a comment, a question, and a wish. Comment. Um, at the game on Saturday, I wanted to say thank you very much for giving all your players the hug at the beginning of the, when they first came on the field to do their run-through practices. I thought that was absolutely amazing, wonderful. Congrats on the win for the team and you. It was a great game. I yelled my heart out. I don't know if you heard me, but I yelled my heart out. You said you would, Gail. You said you'd be yelling, which is nice. Yes, I did. I actually, when you were walking around hugging the guys, I said, Hey, O'Shea, I'm up here. (laughs) So anyway. (laughs) Uh, The question is, of all the players that have been hurt, 
is Big Hill uh, going to be with you guys and Demsky and Rishi Bailey and et cetera? Et Dalton Schoen. And Dalton, yeah. Gail, they all traveled they and they did? all traveled well. Oh, good. And they all looked good deplaning. Oh. <laughs> good. And my wish. I wish I could be there with you guys. Unfortunately, um, a little bit expensive to fly out to Hamilton. 1500 bucks. It's ridiculous. Anywho, so go! <laughs> Thanks, Gail. You heard that one for sure. I guarantee you heard that one, Coach. I always appreciate her calls. Yeah, absolutely. Gail, thanks for being with us at 204-780-6868. From Twitter, uh, G-Man who tweets at BA underscore split. He says, what would be Dalton Schoen's 40 time right now? Mike O'Shea. Fast enough to score. (laughs) Well, I asked them a few weeks ago, people to send me intriguing ways to ask coach about the health of players and see if we could slip one by you. And you are as still undefeated uh, on that front. Paul is with us on line number four. Paul, thanks for your call. You're on with the head coach. Paul, you with us? Uh, First, I want to pick the player of the game. Hit me. Everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I did have, as, as well as he played, I did have one issue with Brady Oliveira. Uh, he was the only bomber, I don't know if you noticed this, he was the only bomber that did not sack Vernon Adams. Yeah. I, I Nine saw sacks. All sack Vernon Adams, but I did not see Brady Oliveira sack him. I mean, 2,000 yards plus is, I mean, he's, do, he's doing a lot already, right? He, that man never comes off the field almost. No, but everybody sacked him. Even even Kolaris sacked him. Uh, yeah, I mean Vernon was on his butt the whole game. I also wanted to know: uh, Does Brady bench press Marcus Hardrick? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I try to stay out of the weight room. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And then, and then finally, um, the, the the block punt, uh, Nick Halleck. Um, yeah. Once he pounced on the ball. Uh, did he actually run, or was he picked up by the players and used as a battering ram? A bit of both. He did actually manage to get to his feet, and by then he was enveloped by the amoeba of his teammates and just dragged and pushed. And I mean, he kept his feet. There was a guy, uh, Mackey was on him from BC. So to, 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 to stay on your feet and get across was pretty, pretty special. It was a uh, a great game. Uh, the O line uh, were opening holes that you could drive a Greyhound bus through. Um, Brady ran into a wall and and uh, should have been stopped, but he kept pushing. And then the O lineman came behind him and pushed him further. I, it was it was an amazing piece of choreography. Yeah, a, a real team effort to get some of those plays going, Coach. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm a big fan of those, uh, like the Hallett play and the several that were on offense, those big scrums where there's just a wall of humanity moving the ball. It's, uh, I'm a big fan of those. Yeah, one of them where Brady was hit, caught at the four, and then they, they just helped him into the end zone, and uh, everything going pretty well. Uh, appreciate your call, Paul. Thanks for being with us at 204-780-6868. Uh, 
what do we have to talk about here? Let's go to the text line where Ken is with us. Uh, Ken says, hey, guys, what happened with the play clock loss of downs play? He asks, did Kalaros change the play late? I, I should have been on a timeout. I saw the clock coming down, and I, I should have called the timeout there. Plain and simple. Okay. And and as to what what led to the need for a timeout, anything you'll expand upon on that front? Well, I'll say this. We we're we are taking the clock right down to the bottom on a lot of those plays because we were controlling the game and the clock pretty well. So, you know, we we were pretty efficient and we have done a great job of this. I think we probably have a couple time counts on offense for the entire season. So um, we we do ask them to take it right down to the limit. Mm-hmm. And I do, it's interesting, those, even uh, BC's time count, um, I thought they were both quick. Like even BC's, I was like, oh, looks like they might get a time count. And then, yeah, oh, sure enough, it was, they were throwing the flag and whistling before I would even had thought was possible by the official. Because there's a protocol the officials follow. They look at the, they look at the play clock coming down. And when it hits zero, they look down at the snap. If the ball's moving, there's no flag. So there is that zero and a little bit. They don't look at, at when it hits one, they don't look down at the ball and count. They wait for it to get to zero. And then they look at the snap quickly. And I think that's an efficient way to do it. And maybe I'm even wrong about that, but that's what I was told they do. So. It, it would seem to be, uh, you, yeah, you explained that uh, a few weeks back. It, it would seem to make a ton of sense for how uh, how human beings w- would do it. And, uh, yeah, everything kind of went the went your guys' way in that game. 24-13, the final. Bombers off to the Grey Cup. Just landed a couple hours ago in Hamilton. And Mike O'Shea on with us for his regular coaches show. We continue on the other side of the break. Your texts and calls at 204-780-6868. Gregory, Steve, Dean, and Howard, you're up next. When we return, it's the Coaches Show in 680. CJOB. The Proline Gold Bomber Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. Coach's show is brought to you by DeKalb. They're ready to be your number one canola seed. We'll catch up with the coach in a couple seconds at 204-780-6868. The weather, uh, partly cloudy tonight, low of one degree. Tuesday, a mix of sun and cloud with a high of eight. Wednesday, sunny with a high of seven. Right now, one degree in calm winds at 680. CJOB. A few games to talk about on the scoreboard tonight. The NFL Monday Nighter is the Denver Broncos and the What's Wrong with the Buffalo Bills. Broncos lead 3-0 on a 40-yard Will Lutz field goal. That one halfway through the first quarter of play. Two games in the NHL, the Islanders at the Oilers. Hey, Chris Knobloch making his debut as the Oilers head coach. That one to drop right quick. Avalanche and Kraken in the late game tonight. And in the NBA, the Toronto Raptors are getting whacked by the two-win Washington Wizards. 60-42 to with a minute to go in the second quarter. The Raptors trail in that one. Head coach Mike O'Shea with us. And your text and calls at 204-780-6868. We'll jump right back in and welcome in Gregory on line number four. Gregory, thanks for your call. You're on with the head coach live from Hamilton. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I will just going to be all over the place. I'll just say... Uh, to you, um, Osh, uh, nice, nice stuff in terms of the comments of playing on Remembrance Day. I totally agree with you 100%, as well as being your line number four. 
number four in general with the same type of comments playing on Remembrance Day. Um, I didn't like how the league league ha- handled it, but but to eat their own and stuff. Um, in terms of our last conversation, in terms of eyes on a Saturday type of type of format, I think that you were guys are were one for two. Uh, the numbers for the Eastern final was good in terms of viewership, but for our game, it wasn't. Uh, we had a little bit of a dip. And goes to my uh, to my next question to you, DT. Do we know who is the game referee officials for the Grey Cup right now? I haven't seen it as of yet. It hasn't been announced yet. Okay. Oh boy. Oh, doctor. Um, is there but, somebody you're hoping for or not hoping for, Gregory? Um, not hoping for. You know, and you could re- you could read my mind who I'm talking about. All right. I got gotcha. you. Don't want him. Okay. All right. Each each their own. Uh, Coach, we we've talked about this before. Is there any? Do you guys do any study of officials? Is there any value in that, or is it just noise as to this official does this or this back judge does this, that kind of thing? Yeah, we do study. They used to provide a very extensive data package that you could look at all the calls. They don't anymore, um, but we do keep track of it. Um, our, our video coordinator, Josh Burton, he puts together a nice film package. I'm more interested in knowing who's in the command center. Oh, okay. Why so? Yeah, I, want, I just want to see how they've handled challenges. I mean, no coach has won a lot of challenges. We're, I think we're 25% as an entire league of head coaches, which is not great, obviously. But I'd like to see what the what the command center, who's in charge of the command center, and how they've ruled, you know, on the challenges this on their challenges this year. Um, and then I'll just back up. Andre Pru is one of the best officials that, that I've been around. Um, you know, he's to me he's he's fair. He explains things well to the coaches. He doesn't put up with crap. When I try to give him crap, he don't put up with it. <laughs> you know, he's got a he's he's, and I think he's he's good and. You know, for my dealings with him, if he's made a mistake, he just flat out says it. Yeah. You're not trying to hide it, to hide from it, hide the mistake or hide from it or pass the buck to anybody. He's responsible for his crew and owns it. And, um, yeah, I, I've always thought that he's one of the better officials in the entire league. And for a time, he would have been the best. Uh, I, I like the thought of somebody who says, yeah, that one's on me. I, I blew it because they're, they're humans, right? It's not, it's not yeah. done by robots and we all, I'm, I'm fully willing to accept human error when it, when it comes to things like this. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I'm a different level of involvement, but as a fan, it's going to happen. It just, it's just the way it is uh, as we uh, roll on uh, this for the text line at two Oh four, seven Oh 68, The caller asked, could coach talk about number 41? Uh, was this his best game ever? Is he a rising star where we can expect that play more consistently? Speaking of Brian Cole. Yeah, he's a tremendous athlete. He's, he's more of a DB that's worked his way into the linebacker spot. And um, he certainly carved out a nice role for himself. Uh, it starts with special teams. He's been very active for us on special teams. Uh, I don't know what the numbers add up for him, but he, he flies around and you have to know where he is. You've got to block him. And then, you know, he's, he's managed to get on the field on defense uh, a fair bit of late. And um, once again, he, he can get to it. He can get to the ball and tackle. 
and that's um, that's what you need this time of year. You, you know, you need some more speed out there. Yeah, Brian Cole absolutely providing that, and man, he brings a load when he gets there. Steve is with us on the phone line. Steve, thanks for your call. You're on with the head coach, Mike O'Shea. Hi there. I got uh, two questions for the coach. I apologize. It's just two questions. Uh, I didn't hear hear one of the questions that was asked about Adam Big Hill because when I saw him go down, it it looked like looked like uh, he was banged up pretty bad and. And I was just wondering, uh, are, you don't have to reveal anything to the public, but will he be dressed up at least? Or if he doesn't play, who's going to take his place? And secondly to you, Coach, looking at Montreal, and Toronto was, if I'm not mistaken, 11-point favorites. And the way Montreal played that game, do you think their defense is for for real and are you taking Montreal's defense very seriously? Yeah, I mean those are pretty the first question, as you said, I don't have to reveal anything about our roster. Adam Big Hill is like any other guy who gets nicked up, they're working to make sure they can play. Whether that happens or not, we'll see, you know, and I will always give the player time and the benefit of the doubt. You know, he says he can go, he can go. Um with regards to Montreal's defense, we would never take them lightly. Uh, they are for real. They're a good defense. The last time we played them, they scored two defensive touchdowns, I believe. Um, so they they have taken the ball away at a tremendous rate. They score as a defense. They don't just take the ball away, but they score. Um, yeah, we Montreal, somebody else, doesn't matter. We don't take anybody lightly. Everybody here is wired to respect their opponent, and um, they understand that you know, if they don't play their best on any given night, it's not going to be pleasing. And and more than just the opponent, I, I think we've talked about this a lot. We don't spend a lot of time. I mean, we look at the X's and O's of the opponent, what they're trying to do. That's what the coordinator's jobs are. And that's what the coach's jobs are, is to look at that and put a plan together. But in terms of, um, you know, who the other team is, you know, I think we're more focused on who we are and respecting our teammates, you know, playing up to our level and our standard for our guys, <laughs> you know, mm. what the other team does with that is their choice, right? Steve, I uh, appreciate you being with us at 204-780-6868. Uh, when, as we were watching that game transpire, Coach, I just try to imagine what Montreal, the Alouettes coaches and players have been through. Free agency opens, they don't have an owner. They didn't get one for another year. They weren't able to attack free agency the way they wanted. They kind of had to build during the season. They win 11 football games, which uh, from my own side, I, I did not think they'd get close to 11 football games. This, To me, this has been an incredible season for the Montreal Alouettes under trying circumstances. Yeah, no doubt. Seen it. It's witnessed it. It's 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 a good story. It's good for our league. They're a good football team. They're they're well coached. They've got they've got uh, lots of talent out there. Um, they seem to be playing well at the right time, and it's our job to stop them. Um, you know, once again, we we fully understand that they're carrying uh, a hot hand coming into the playoffs for sure. All right, let's welcome in. Let's go to Howard on line number three. Howard is with us. Howard, thank you for your call. You're on with the head coach, Mike O'Shea. The Pro-Line Gold Bomber Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. Pretty good. Okay, Mike, I got three things to say, sir. I have the utmost respect for you. 
I think you're the number one coach in the league. But the three things I have to say is this. The final score will be 34-17. Okay. Number Number two, I know, Mike, that you know, we both know, full and 100%, Montreal, yes, is a better Cinderella team. And last but not least, like our good old buddy said in 94, we will win. And that buddy is no other than Mark Messier. Mike, <laughs> Mike, have a great, great cup. And I don't know when the parade is going to be here, but definitely Montreal is a better Cinderella team. We will win the great cup. Thanks for having me and have a good great cup. Thank you. Love your positivity. I like the way you laid that out too. That's good. Did he just, did, did Howard just make himself Mark Messier? Cause that was pretty good right there. That was good. I liked it. Like I said, that was a good, he, he laid it out. Well, he says 34, 17. That's the first prediction we have of a final score. Howard has the bombers by a 17 point victory over the Alouettes. Uh, let's squeeze in one more before we hit the break. Dean is with us on line five. Dean, thanks for your call. You're on with the head coach live from Hamilton. Hi, coach. Congratulations on a fourth on a fourth uh, trip to the Great Cup. I, I I don't know if you get many questions about your coaching philosophy, but I I wonder this week, what's the most important thing you want to do for your team? Hmm. Uh, this week, eliminate distractions for them. Yeah, it's a it's a busy week, and the, the vets have a good understanding of it, so it's it's. It's a, probably a slightly easier job than it was our first time uh, in 2019. Um, but, yeah, I just, just try to make it a, as easy a week on them as possible in terms of flow and efficiency and making sure they have the time they need to feel as prepared as possible. Um, I, they don't need any rah-rah speeches. They, they, they don't need anything like that. They just need peace. Right, so they can focus on on their job because that's what they want to do. They they want to be able to have the time to watch the film they want to watch, to be with their teammates, to have dinner with them, to get the sleep they need, uh, to practice hard. Right, they want their time. So if I can do that for them, if I can help them get that, then then that's good. Well, thanks, Coach. I wish you and your team all the best. Thanks. I'm not sure that was the answer he was looking for. <laughs> you were looking for, but it's it, it's a week filled with distractions. Of oh, hey guys, you got to get on a bus or in a car and go down to Niagara Falls for the awards, and oh, our practice time we don't get to pick it. No, you got to do an hour and a half of media here. There's a there's a lot asked of players and coaches and everybody on the team during Grey Cup week. Yeah, it's 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 it can be busy if you look at it that way. If you just take it in stride, if you can just relax and say, oh, well, here we go, then uh, you won't get too worked up. But so trying to keep, like I said, trying to keep things peaceful. 7.45 p.m. still to come. Plenty more with the head coach who's joining us live from Hamilton. Bombers have just arrived for the 110th Grey Cup. And Mike O'Shea is here answering your texts and your calls at 204-780-6868. It's the Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. 
The Pro-Line Gold Bomber Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. Coach's show is brought to you by DeKalb. Book by December 15th and save with the DeKalb Instant Discount. We're going to try to get through all the callers. A ton of folks wanted to talk to the head coach, both through calls and texts and on Twitter, where Duke Furness got us. Uh, he says, the QB plunge is usually gained more than one yard this season. Coach, if you're faced with the identical situation in the Grey Cup as the fourth quarter on Saturday, and he points out first and goal from the three, would you go shotgun again on first down? We're going to call whatever the play that's going to get us home is <laughs> dictates, right? Listen, they stopped us. We had the plays dialed up that we thought were getting us in, and it didn't work. But I think we, you know, you, you stick to the plan, right? You don't just all of a sudden change the plan, mm-hmm. right? You know, we're, we're, we're down on the doorstep. We've got plays that we know work. We've got the best running back in the league. We've got the best offensive line. <laughs> in the league, you know, let's let them eat. People have a real problem with shotgun runs. So I wanted to dig back into this season and I looked up your guys' record. You had seven plays from the opponent's three yard line this season. All of them were Brady Oliveira runs this going into the game. Five times he scored a touchdown all from the shotgun and CFL wide from the three yard line. Uh, Overwhelmingly shotgun run plays 30 versus just six passes it's it's uh, people go well why hand the ball off that far in the backfield but literally every team in the league does it in that situation so there's got to be something that nine offensive coordinators know that that we're maybe missing as fans yeah i i don't know about the other eight but i know that we generally score from there it just this one it didn't work out yeah, as you mentioned, seven uh, before this game, Brady put it in the end zone five times. So uh, that's some of the strategy for the Bombers against the BC Lions. Rob from Calgary with us on line number one. Rob, thanks for your call. You're on with the head coach. Hey, man, gentlemen. I guess your cat must be bugging you too much. <laughs> Inside joke, I guess. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, great, great game. Great, uh, great season, Mike. Congrats uh, to you and the boys. Um, good steal. Uh, I, you know, missing two field goals. I just had a feeling, you know, I obviously didn't want it to happen, but I had a feeling you guys are going to lose by one. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, had one of those field goals gone in. Uh, I don't know. I think he's just got to get his head together. I, I assume he's got the leg for it. But, um, so that, that kind of concerns me a little bit. Um, the other thing is, um, as wonderful and talented as Zach is, he does tend to throw into double and triple coverage a lot. And with uh, Montreal being ball hawks, their defense worries me. The offense, I think, I think that won't be an issue. Your boys will take care of it. But uh, that's that's one concern I have is, uh, is like I said, throwing into double coverage because those guys are going to be all over that ball. I know, I know, it's it's hard. To, you know, I mean, that's who he is, right? Um, I know there was one game where, what, I think he threw four picks in the, in the first half or something. I mean, you know, again, you want to wash that away, of course, but um, you don't want that happening against Montreal, not in the Grey Cup, for sure. All right, Rob, let's let the coach have at it. Uh, Sergio Castillo's uh, night in the Western final, coach. Yeah, he, he doinked one post, so it's a good kick. It's just slightly off, and then the, the first one, it was, it was a miss hit, and you know, he, he, whether he got his foot turned out a little wide, but he ended up just uh, towing the underneath 
like lower on the ball. And it, you see the ball flight, and he knows as soon as he hits it, it it's a complete mishit. So um, I don't expect those things to happen again. Obviously, he's a 90% kicker for us this year. The post is interesting, right? Like, it's a good kick. It's a good stroke. The ball flight's nice. It's just off by a foot, you know, in the end. Um, Zach, you know, Zach has a great trust in his receivers. You know, they're going to go up and they've shown time and time again, they're going to go up and win battles and uh, and come down with the ball. And they're also smart enough to knock the ball away if they think it's going to get intercepted. So um, you do have to go downfield. Um, you know, I don't think that's going to, you know, having a few incompletions downfield or even, a, a, you know, some of the, the best quarterbacks ever in this league have thrown some interceptions. It doesn't deter them from going downfield again if that's what the play dictates the next time, right? Yeah. So I, I think Zach's he's a beautiful quarterback. He plays the game the right way. I like his aggressiveness. Um, nobody, having said that, nobody wants turnovers. He doesn't either, right? But he doesn't – he makes decisions and doesn't – certainly doesn't um, – make a decision to put us in harm's way. He it's very calculating and, um, you know, based on a ton of experience with these guys. He seemed relatively unfazed after three turnovers in the, in that BC game. So you, you, as a fan, you get a lot of trust for, for whatever Zach uh, decides is best. Uh, Alex reached out on Twitter. Uh, he says, coach, how does making the gray cup impact players rehabbing injuries and their ability to play on Sunday? Does losing access to team facilities make it more challenging? Um, I would say it is probably more challenging, but it's, it's not a challenge that we haven't faced. I think it's now all in stride, right? We, we ship everything we need and the the standard of care is, is the same. We will, we have access to whatever we need to make sure the players are, are getting what they need to, to take the field. So it, it, it doesn't change. And when maybe used to a long time ago, maybe used to, but now you, you, you basically have everything you need. Yeah. And uh, as the week progresses in practice, we'll of course follow me on Twitter at detail I'll be listening to Christian Demel on the sports show. Uh, we'll let you know about Adam Big Hill, Rashid Bailey, Nick Dembski, and potentially a uh, Dalton shown for Sunday's big game. Kate is with us. Uh, Kate squeezing you in here in here in the final couple minutes. You're on with Mike O'Shea. Sure. Well, I'm going to get to the fun questions. Uh, well, first of all, a comment, can't thank you enough for this ride you've been taking us on the last four years. As somebody who saw her first game in 1958, <laughs> it's been quite, quite the last four years. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And the fun question, so are you a Carrie Underwood fan? Are you going to see the concert? Have you picked out your suit for, um, for the award show? <laughs> my, my, wonderful wifey, my wonderful wifey is an Underwood fan. So, Thanks. You know. yeah, well, yeah, will you be going to the concert? No, the guys? Like, what's, what's the rest no. of the week look like as far as partying go? And best <laughs> of luck. It's, it's going to be 1-0. and We're going to be 1-0 and again. Thanks yeah. so much. I'll hang up and listen. Okay. No, no, everybody's grinding. Nobody's, nobody's, I'm not, I don't let them out. The bottom line is we keep them under, you know, tight wraps here. They're here for one reason and that's to do their best, put themselves in the best position possible to win a football game. So uh, there's a lot going on. These are one of the distractions that we try to eliminate for them. But uh, here's the opportunity that you have coach. If your wife is a big Carrie Underwood fan to go, Hey, I'm the head coach, Mike O'Shea. Uh, this is my wife. You could get backstage to have your wife meet Carrie Underwood. That's uh that's a, Ooh, I don't know if I could pass. Words, 
You'll never hear me say that. Hey, I'm head coach Mike O'Shea. Not hey, even for your wife to, to, to achieve wonderful things she would really, really want? I don't know if it's one of her life's dreams, but. Yeah, I, I will wait in line like everybody else. And it's I'll have fun doing it. I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, Mike, you guys, will you guys practice tomorrow? I saw there's a, there's a lot of practice time, which is, I guess, optional for, for the, for the team. Will you guys practice tomorrow? We'll, we'll, we'll get on the field and test our cleats. That's about, that's really the gist of it. Very good. Our coverage will start from Hamilton on Thursday. Myself and Greg Mackling from the, from the start will be there and we'll take you all the way through the game on Sunday. Coach, uh, thank you for your time. Congratulations on the win over BC and we're looking forward to a great Sunday. Okay. He is the head coach, Mike O'Shea. It's the Coach's Show. Thanks for your texts and calls. Coach's Show in 680 CJOB. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone. And for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.